I mean, went from like zero to hero in, in, in like a, you know, two months time. It was, it was just absolutely crazy. Uh, but I mean, one of the biggest things is just consistency. I mean, if you're consistent on the phone, you're going to pick up listings. And before I knew it, I had nine listings in a month Wow! and uh, it was, it was just insane. It was almost too easy. I'm just like, what is happening here now? Like Vulcan seven is, is like my, my prime asset in my business right now. My goal is to hit 400,000 in, in a GCI on my fourth year. Um, you know, so I'm really excited about that. Everyone, it's me, it's Aaron Wittenstein, and I'd like to welcome you to Vulcan 7 Roadmap. This is where we teach agents how to take one, two, thirty-seven thousand three hundred and fifty-four additional listings a week. And we have um, a very, very special guest today. We're actually chatting a little bit in the, what do they call it, the green room ahead of time. Uh, Chris Schultz, uh, over off of uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Um, how you doing, my friend? Everything good? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you for coming. And thank you for being flexible with your schedule. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You have to in this business. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, so, so, you know, we, we were chatting a little bit and um, I, I find your story to be be, be interesting. Uh, w would you mind sharing that with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I got into uh, the, the real estate industry at the height of the COVID uh, time. It was 2020. Everything just got shut down. In fact, I had to take my my exam uh, with the, the mask on, like the full, full protocol. Um, and it was it was a little scary. Uh, it was almost three years ago. Exactly. Uh, I ended up picking up my first listing on my fifth day just by happenstance. It was nothing special that I did, um, you know, just from somebody uh, on social media reaching out to me. And uh, it was before I had access to like the MLS or before I even really knew what I was doing, you know. So but luckily with with our brokerage, we have, uh, you know, mentors and things like that. So I was able to kind of get the help that I needed. Uh, my mentor ended up actually buying the property uh, from the seller, which which worked out really well. You know, and I thought it was going to be super easy because, I mean, the transaction happened so fast. And at the end of it, he's just like, here's your commission check. And I'm just like, well, that's great. Uh, the only problem is that I really feel like I learned the process of sales. Uh, you know, so we, we went through the first three uh, transactions. I, I felt like I was learning a little bit, but I, I it wasn't enough for me. Uh, you know, so fast forward, I ended up joining a team. Um, in order to kind of help with that support, that that camaraderie, you know, just kind of get me, you know, on on the right track, and I ended up almost going out of business completely, and it was it was awful. Um, you know, I had this this weird time. It was the summer of 2021, uh, where I had a string of transactions all fall through. I had like eight of them all fall through in in a row, and it was the it was it was an anomaly. I, I've never seen anything like it. And it was all for different reasons. Some some of it was my fault, admittedly, because I just didn't really know what I was doing. Uh, but a lot of it was like financing issues or, you know, the buyer would just decide to back out, whatever the reason. Um, and on my son's birthday, it was August 10th of 2022. Um, I, I lost three deals in a row on that day. And we were in the delivery room with my wife and uh, like she was like bawling her eyes out because I, I couldn't even like have the, the heart to like look her in the eye and be like, look, look what's happened to our business. We're a one income family. Um, and, and this is this is it for us. Like if I'm not selling houses, then we're not eating. Uh, so it was a very stressful time for me. And I knew I had to make a change. Uh, and, and at that point, 
I actually signed up for a coach. Uh, his name's Brandon Mulrennan. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of him. Uh, and, and he advised that I sign up for Vulcan 7. You know, so I, I got onto Vulcan 7 and I knew cold calling was the way for me. Um, I didn't know exactly how or what I was going to say, but he, he was a, a huge uh, encourager of cold calling because it's the most efficient prospecting method there is. Whereas like door to door, when you're face to face with somebody, that's the most effective. But when you're just trying to hit numbers, which real estate is a numbers game, you want to get on the phones. And, you know, so I, I, I kind of that was my last stand was uh, was with his program. And uh, he single-handedly changed my career forever. Um, I, I just, before I knew it, like I just did what exactly what he said. And uh, as I'm calling, like I, I can kind of feel myself get better. And I used to obsess over this stuff. Like I would watch his YouTube videos at two o'clock in the morning. Like I would watch hours and hours and hours of cold calling, other people cold calling, uh, you know, to pick up little nuggets, little tips, uh, th- uh, overcoming objections, things like that. And uh, I found something that really, really worked for me. And before I knew it, I had nine listings in a month. Wow. And uh, it was it was just insane with, with how much it was. It was almost too easy. I'm just like, what is happening here? Um, and I was, sure enough, I mean, as soon as I put it on the market at that time, if you remember that the market was pretty nuts, uh, I mean, they were selling like crazy. And uh, like I was starting to make a name for myself. Um and that's kind of how it all started. So, I mean, now like Vulcan 7 is is like my my prime uh, um, asset in my business right now. Um, you know, so it's been it's been a crazy journey. And now I'm finally at a point where like I cannot wait for 2024. I'm going to crush it. Um, my goal is to hit 400,000 in, in a GCI on my fourth year. Um, you know, so I'm really excited about that. And I, uh, I, I really have to credit um, Brandon Mulrennan and Jim, Jim Chamberlain was another one, a huge influence on from another one from Vulcan 7. I used to take as many classes as I could from them and just learn as much as possible. And, uh, you know, I just found out what works for me. Um, and, and there's a there's kind of a I wouldn't call it a secret sauce, but if there, there are so many agents out there that are incredibly aggressive on the phones. And when you stop doing that, you know, things just kind of work out as they should. And that, that's the best part of it. Okay, that was a lot right there, by the way. I feel like I rolled that roller coaster along with you right there. And, um, you know, I, oh, man. So h- how long between the time when your son was born? Because I can't even imagine that. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't even imagine between that and the, the month you took nine listings. How, how, how long of a period of time was that? Uh, my, my son was born. Uh, that was that fall. It was that fall. I had, that uh, was uh, August. I left the team in, like, September. And I, I was I was October like uh, last fall a year ago um, uh, today was when I really turned it on, um, and and that was that fall I remember I think it was October I think I picked up uh, it was nine listings and I had six closings the week of Thanksgiving, which was like the coolest thing I've ever <laughs> one of the coolest things I've ever done. <laughs> uh, it was just a phenomenal ride. I mean, it went from like zero to hero in, in in like a you know two months time. It was it was just absolutely crazy. Uh, but I mean, one of the biggest things is just consistency. I mean, if you're consistent on the phone and you you burn the ships and you have your back up against the wall, um, I mean, you're going to pick up listings, you know, and you're going to fight for them. And it's it's just incredible, um, you know, how that how that all kind of worked out. Uh, but yeah, September, October was, was kind of like the time of me, like kind of learning the system and, and kind of getting getting going. Um, 
uh, then uh, it all kind of just turned around that that fall and winter. So are you a Fizbo guy or an expired guy or both? I'm a Fizbo guy. Fizbo I love guy. Yeah, I absolutely love Fizbos. Uh, I'm excited about it. I can't wait to talk to them. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are, are so hesitant about calling because they're afraid that they're going to get hung up on. They're afraid they're going to get screamed at. But the way that, that our system is, is like, I, I cannot think of one time where I've been screamed at. You know, I, I get hung up every once in a while, but I actually I like that because it just saves me a bunch of time. You know, I'm able to move on to the next call, um, you know, but but yeah, that, that's one of the most um, Fizbos are, are my, my bread and butter for sure. Uh, then I'm getting referrals off of that now. Can you call me? Would you mind? Because I talk to a lot, like we talk to a lot of people here, you know, which is, you know, which is great. I talk to a lot of expired people, not as many for sale by owner people. Um, would you be amenable to a quick role play? Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, we can do that. Okay. I, I, I won't be super difficult, but I won't be super easy. Isn't that for I'll be moderate. I'll be a realistic for sale by owner. Um, yes. Cool. Give me a shout. All right. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Aaron. Yes. Hey, Aaron, my name's Chris. I'm calling about the house for sale on 123 Main Street. Is that still available by chance? Yeah. Are we, are, do you have a buyer? Uh, not necessarily, but I might. Uh, you know, what I'm doing is, is I'm kind of like reaching out to, to different uh, uh, sellers to kind of see what inventory is available on the market currently. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, if you have a buyer, you know, you're more than welcome to bring somebody on through. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, we, we might uh, have a buyer. I'm, I'm actually on a team and we wait to like compare notes. A lot of agents will only stick to the MLS uh, and, and they're really kind of um, they're kind of blind to the mm. big picture of what's available out there. So what we actually prefer to do is, uh, you know, we like to kind of preview homes and then it kind of puts you on the map. And then we're able to kind of build a profile out for you, put all the information in. And then as we come across buyers, we're able to present those as as potential options moving forward. Uh, we may or may not have a buyer right now that's ready to go, but we, we do a lot of business in your area and we come across buyers all the time. Okay. All right. That, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you have, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So l tell me, Aaron, are you getting a lot of calls on this property? Oh, okay. What, what they don't tell you for sale by owner school is that we get more calls from agents than they do for, for, from actual buyers. Yeah, man, I'm sure you're getting hit over the head by calls with with agents. Uh, and and are they are they all have buyers? Um, I don't know. They some say they do, but no one's bringing anybody through yet. Okay, but you don't you don't have any offers in the property right no, now? No, right? no, nothing. Not, 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 we got someone. We got an open house on Sunday. Um, hopefully, we will get some offers then. Okay, great. Are you doing the open house yourself, or is another agent doing that? No, no, you? I'm doing the open house myself. Okay, great. Is this your first one? Oh yeah, no, this, uh, yes. Yeah. This is the first one. Um, you know, we're, we're really excited for it. Okay. Well tell me if, uh, I mean, just hypothetically speaking, if, if the house doesn't sell in the next like 60, 90 days or, or however long, would you ever consider listing it with an agent? I mean, I don't know if that's something we're looking to do. I mean, you know, I really don't want to pay the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it probably won't even, won't even come to that. You have a beautiful home. Uh, you know, but here's what I would suggest, Aaron, if, if you're open to that, and I'm not sure if you are or not, uh, but I'm actually available uh, to, to be over in that area tomorrow at about three o'clock. And what I can do is I can just swing by, we can check out the property, I can kind of fill out the information. Uh, then I offer a backup plan uh, to all my sellers that I, I talk to uh, as a potential option moving forward in the event that it doesn't sell. 
Um, you know, so what I would do is just kind of briefly go through the backup plan. It might be for you. It might not. Either way is totally fine, but I'm just going to leave that information with you. Uh, but at least when I'm there, I can check out the property. We can put you on the map. Uh, then if it's something that makes sense down the road, we can kind of cross that bridge when we get there. Does that sound fair? Yeah, that's fine. Um, if you want to say by three, four o'clock will be better. I'm not going to be around at three. I'm picking up my kids from school. Okay, perfect. I think four o'clock will be, will be totally fine. Um, it, would it be okay if I also send you my resume that has a little bit of information about who I am, how I sell houses, and, and that way you know like who's coming over to your house? You can never be too safe these days. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, perfect. What's a good email for you? Christopher Schultz. ChristopherSchultz.com. Perfect. So I got your email. I'm going to send you my resume in the next five minutes or so. And I look forward to, uh, uh, to, to meeting you tomorrow at four. And what I'm probably going to do is I'll either give you a call or I'll shoot you a text message just to kind of confirm uh, that we are still good for four o'clock tomorrow because a lot can happen between now and then. Does that sound cool? Sure, that's fair. Awesome, Aaron. Well, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. See, it, it, how can I put this? Is you're very... Uh trying to say here it's 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 very easy you know what i mean easy going conversation you know yeah it was just very nonchalant that's the word i'm looking for very nonchalant yeah. is, is 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 what i'm thinking and it was very it was just very smooth you know i can tell you've said this like at least 17 times you know in your lifetime <laughs> but yeah yeah kind of yeah i mean it's it's Every conversation is a little different for me. Of course. Uh, I mean, role playing is, is a little difficult just because like it can go in so many different directions. Um, but typically what I like to do is, is just talk about the house a little bit okay. more in the beginning, uh, ask some questions like, you know, how, how old is the roof? You know, is it financeable? Is it good for a VA loan? Because we have like five military bases in our area. Mm. Uh, you know, so I, I try to get some information on the property first and people love talking about their homes. And the reason I do that is because it, it kind of it, it, it allows me to gauge where their heads are at. It, I can usually tell if there's a lot of emotional attachment. I can I can tell if they what their motivation is. Uh, you know, I, I typically will ask, hey, if, if you got an offer today uh, that was a cash offer and with a closing date of, of seven days from now, would that be a problem for you? Uh, you know, that kind of discovers motivation. They're like, oh, well, you know, that would be great. You know, that that tells me a lot. Um I also like to know if it's occupied or if it's a vacant. Is this an investment home? Do they have to sell the property versus I would like to sell it at this price? But if not, I'll just hang on to it. Uh, you know, these are the kind of questions I discover through the conversation. Um, you know, that once once I kind of find out that, yes, they would they would potentially list as an option in the future, uh, then I usually set the appointment right, right there. Uh, but I'm good. Oh, I was saying it's very easy that you're very easy to speak with. And yeah, I, very easy to speak with. And you know, that's always impressive because you speak to a lot of people. And I think what you alluded to in the beginning, I don't remember exactly what you said, but oh, it's, it'll come to me in a minute here. But um, but but you said you don't push people. That, that, that was the yeah. word you used a while back. And you didn't push me at all whatsoever. It was just like it was just like I was talking to a friend. And I think I don't is that so important is that so many people and you could probably agree with me on this is that for sale by owner is bad. You're bad. You're bad. Don't do this. What's wrong yeah. with you? You never disparaged me at all. No, that's exactly right. And the whole philosophy is reverse selling. Uh, you know, you don't you don't want to try to sell your services over the phone. You don't want to try to list the home over the phone. What you're trying to do is just connect with people and talk to them like they're a long lost friend, like they're they're you know a classmate that you graduated with 20 years ago. Like that's the kind of approach you want to have with these people. 
Uh, you know, so I've seen so many agents, they're, they're incredibly aggressive. Like they're trying to hit people over the head with, you need me, otherwise you're not going to sell the house. And that's not the right way to go. What we, what people, what we as agents need to do is support their autonomy. You know, like they have already made up their minds of what they're going to do. Like they are selling this house on their own. They're doing that for a reason. Maybe they don't see the value of a real estate agent. Maybe there's, you know, multiple different reasons, but whatever reason that makes the most sense for them. So we, we encourage that like, Oh, you, you probably won't even need to list it. You're going to sell this house on your own. But if it doesn't happen, I'm here for you. It's a hypothetical, like down the road, you know, it, because it's a hypothetical, people put their defenses down. You know, it's not like I want to list your house right now. I'm going to come over and list it. We're going to do this. Uh, it's, hey, let me check out the property. Maybe we can find a buyer for you. Maybe not, you know, but we're going to try. Our plan A is to try to find a buyer. That makes the most sense for everybody. That's exactly what he wants. Um, you know, and uh, um, I lost my train of thought here. Uh, so, so you're saying plan, plan A, right? Plan, then- my, my, plan a, my plan is they find, to find a buyer. Uh, then our plan B is if you can't sell it, then I want to be your plan B. And, and that's basically how we roll this. And that's typically a question that I ask. I, I kind of screwed up the, the beginning of the cold call because one of my first questions, I can't believe I even forgot to say this, was, hey, would you be uh, uh, willing to work with a buyer's agent that brought you a buyer? You know, that way people, because uh, a lot of people won't, you know, in which case I got to stop right then. I, I forgot to add that in the very beginning. Um, and, and that's usually like habitual. Like, I'm surprised you're good. You're good. You're, hey, I put you on the spot every now and again when we role play, right? But yeah, yeah. You know, when I when I call and I, uh, you know, I, I ask them if it's available, they're usually like, yes, yes, it is. And I'm like, well, that's great. You know, my name's Chris. I'm actually a local agent here in the area. Are you open to working with the buyer's agent that brought you a buyer if the offer made sense? And uh, 99% of the time they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, you know, sometimes they're like, no. And, and by getting that yes already tells me that they're already halfway there. They're already willing to compensate a buyer's agent. Now I just got to get them to the other half of that, which is listing, you know. So um, if they're open to working with agents, that's great news because they're at least they're not they don't despise agents to the point where they're like, all of you are poison. I'm not going to talk to you. Click, you know. So once they're like, yes, we would work with a buyer's agent. Now we can have a conversation like what's going on? Like, how can I help you uh, other than bringing a buyer? You know, like uh, sometimes I'll go over to people's properties and just kind of give them tips of what they can do better to to position their home as the obvious choice on the market. Um, you know, I, I try to provide as much value as I possibly can without pushing them to list it with me. Everything that I say is more of a hypothetical situation like you know, if the home doesn't sell in the next 90 days, would you ever consider listing it with an agent? You know, a lot of times they're like, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. That usually means probably like if they can't sell it, what are they going to do? If the motivation is is where it should be, which is they have to sell the house. You know, if it's like a condo, whether it's like a vacation rental and they're Airbnb it, you know, and if, if it just doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. They're still making money on it. Then, you know, I, I usually have to dig a little bit more. Uh, but the ones that are like, hey, I I'm, I'm have a job relocation. I've got to move out of here. I got to get rid of the house. Then that that's usually the great the, the motivation that I like to hear. Um, uh, the once I qualify them and have like a, a clear time frame, um, you know, an understanding that they are willing to list it if they can't sell it, they're willing to work with the buyer's agent. Then I can usually set the appointment. Uh, and here's the kicker: once I have once I get face to face with them, my my numbers are are pretty crazy. Um, because more often than not, I usually get a come list me call within the next 48 hours. 
and, and that happens a lot. Um, you know, so I, I usually don't compete against very many agents. Like when that time does come, I mean, they're, they're usually just kind of fed up. You know, and once I get face to face with them, I have the confidence and the expertise to be like, OK, you know, here, here's my resume. Here are my numbers. Here's, you know, what I can do for you. Uh, I don't I don't come up with like a plan. I don't have a marketing plan because we're not that's not the conversation we're having. You know, this is buyer agent mode. Like I'm going to try to find you a buyer, um, you know, so I'm going to get as much information of the home that I can. And I'm going to kind of use stories that I've had from the past to kind of relate to the customer story selling. You know, so like I'll talk about a similar home that I had sold in the past, like a hobby farm or uh, another oceanfront condo that looked very similar to this. So then that experience of how I handled that, any any objections that I overcame, um, you know, things like that. And, and people love hearing it. Um, you know, then once I, I just kind of follow up, build that relationship. But then when the time is right, they usually call me and they're like, hey, I'm ready. Let's go. And that's that. So I, I never have to like compete, discount my my commissions like that. That's it just doesn't happen. So what percentage of, for, I mean, I don't, in your market, what percentage of for sale by owners list with an agent? Do you know within reason? Say that again. I said in, in your market, do you know what percentage of for sale by owners wind up listing with a realtor? Or, I mean, for, you know, from the numbers, at least that you put together. I would say most. Um, I mean, I, I'm on there pretty much every single day and uh, over, over 50%. And then how many well, percent? How many for sale buyers do you get in your market per day? I usually get about five. Okay. On so, any let, given day. so let me just get this straight. Okay. Because people complain there's not enough data. There's not enough data. There's not enough data. You're getting five times 30. I mean, it's, so you think you get about 100, 150 for sale buyers a month? Is that right? If that, probably a little bit less than that. Yeah. Like, that I'm, sounds aggressive. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, and, and the thing is, but you're listing a substantial amount of them. So it's, it's, yeah. it's not. What, what, the point I'm trying to get at here, it's not quantity, it's quality and your skill set, what you put together. I mean, I talk to a lot of people on a regular basis. OK, the skill set that you have and the way you're coming across to people is very, very pleasant and very easygoing. And I think and like I said, I'm going to agree with what you said before. People don't want to be sold. People don't exactly. want to have you know, they don't want it doesn't work anymore. And it's just being a good person. Right. Because you genuinely to me. You're like a guy that I want to go hang out with and grab grab a cup of coffee, grab a beer, you know. And I think and 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 that's my vibe, you know, just hearing from you, which is which is which I love. So, yeah, absolutely, and that's a huge part of it is just being able to connect with people. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of agents; they're they're almost robotic on the phone. They're they're, they're just trying to like they have commission breath. You know, they're just trying to make a sale. It, it's what's best for the agent. And you got to really turn that upside down and consider what's best for the, the seller. How can I help this person genuinely and, and coming from a, a point of curiosity, you know, just asking questions like, hey, have you gotten any offers? Uh, we've been listed for, you know, 70, 80 days. Like what, what makes you think that you're not getting any offers? Like what could you do better? Um, you know, just asking questions like that. You kind of get sellers to open up to you. Uh, and then once you get them talking, you know, you just you just continue building that relationship. So, all right, let me, I, I ask this question to everybody, okay? And I think I know how you're going to respond. But l let's say you have a brand new agent, walks across your desk, knock, 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 comes in and said, Chris, I, you're doing so well, give me one piece of advice. What's that one piece of advice that you would give that new agent? When it comes to calling FISBOs? Anything. Is that more? Anything business related, anything real estate related. 
I mean, if, if you're not prospecting every single day, you're going out of business and just don't realize it. Oh, can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? Can you, can, whoa, whoa, whoa. For, for, for those in the back, can you please repeat what you just said? <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't prospect every single day, you are going out of business and you just don't realize it yet, but it will, it'll catch up to you, but you have to prospect every single day. Um, you know, and that's one of the biggest things Like we are professional prospectors that happen to have a license to sell real estate. Like that is my mindset. Like I have to be prospecting every day. I've got to do at least 15 conversations every day in order to hit the numbers that I want to hit. Um, you know, so if I'm not doing that, you know, we're, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot, you know, and, and when it comes to FISBOs and expires or anybody else really for that matter, it's, it's about supporting their autonomy. Uh, that, that was like the, the profound thing that I learned with, with for sale by owner. Uh, I'm not going to correct them. I'm not going to be like, your pictures are terrible. I could do way better than that. But that's not what they want to hear. You know, they, they want to be able to hear that they're doing a good job. You know, and that's pretty much it. Like, hey, it looks like you've done this before. Cool, man. You know, you're on the right track. You're, you're going in the right direction. Uh, you know, please use me as a resource. If there's anything I can do for you, um, you know, reach out to me. Uh, you know, but by just connecting with people and supporting their autonomy goes leaps and bounds. Like most agents don't do that. So it's a breath of fresh air to the seller when when you come across that way. You know, it's I mean, most agents are going to try to hit that person over the head and try to overcome objections. I mean, we, we study, we spend hours uh, learning how to overcome objections when really we should just be asking the right questions. And, and that's what it comes down to. We should be spending. Oh, that is good too, man. You're just full of nuggets here today, my friend. I like, you. I like, I like you. We're gonna, we're gonna hang out. Uh, we're totally gonna hang out. So, um, I just want to talk to you for the next hour. That's that we don't have enough time for that. But, um, so, what do you got as like your final words to bestow upon everyone here? Uh, you know, don't. One of the biggest things that I'm that I've really have have come up. Uh, with is is uh, the fear of failure. A lot of people have fear of failure and, and taking the path of least resistance when we should really be encouraging failure uh, because failing in the right way makes us a lot stronger. Um, and, and being able to push through is just on the other side of, of pain is growth. You know, so don't be afraid to pick up the phone. Um, you know, a lot of people like I, I've talked to so many agents that are afraid to call because it gives them the sweats or, you know, they're stressed out about it. And it happens to pretty much everyone. It was, I was the same way. I was no different, uh, you know, but just after your first call, you realize you're not going to die. You know, it's, it's like, wow, like that was actually a good conversation. And it's incredible because I have some amazing conversations. I may, I have uh, uh, some really good friends that I've cold called. Uh, that's how I got to know them. And, and now, like, I have some people as my mentor, as, you know, like these these very successful business people uh, and investors, uh, because I wasn't afraid to pick up the phone and call them. So you never know who's going to be on the other side of that phone. Uh, you know, so no matter what, just don't think and just pick up the phone and dial. And, and that's one of the best things you can do. You know, don't think about, hey, I'm going to say this and they're going to say that. And, you know, we're going to go back and forth. I mean, just pick up the phone and just start Just start somewhere. Uh, and then as you make your first call, your tolerance for, for pain will increase a little bit incrementally. And then every call you make is going to be a win. Either you get the sale or you get better at what you do. But no matter what, you're, you're winning. So just keep going. I like it. I like it. You're, you're, 
Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Chris, so tell me again the all the areas that you cover and share with us if someone has a referral, how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the entire panhandle of Florida. I work the areas between anywhere between Pensacola all the way to Panama City Beach. Uh, so Navarre, Fort Walton Beach, Destin, Miramar, 30A, uh, Crestview, Niceville, all those towns. Uh, I've, I've been in this area for about 20 years uh, and I've lived in pretty much all those spots. So I'm, I'm very well aware of the markets. Um, but yeah, pretty much anyone in the panhandle, I'd, I'd love to help you out. And uh, how can they get in touch with you if they have a referral? Uh, they can actually go to my website, chriscloses.com. Easy to remember. That's the best way. And all my contact information is there. Uh, you can also reach me at christopher.schultz.official on Instagram. That's my handle on that. Um, uh, then you, or you can call me at 850-699-8891. I'm always available. Beautiful. All right, brother. Thank you very much. This is great. We learned. I, I learned a lot from you, and I genuinely appreciate your time. And um, have a great rest of the day, everybody. Everybody take care. Chris, thank you again, my friend. Take care, okay? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Be well.